Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Deal with uh, Rick Countryman. My topic today for the program or the podcast is how can we as Christians stand in the gap for the Lord on evil issues? Okay, and I posted that's what I was going to talk about today and I'm excited about it. I do just want to say thanks for tuning in. Please, if you're watching on Facebook, hit share. Uh, and and um, it really helps get the word out when you do that. But I also want to just encourage you to go to the podcast and get the podcast. And if you are listening <coughs> on the podcast, make sure at the end you give it a five-star rating and then leave a comment. And once again, that just kind of gets uh, the word out. So I, I want to kind of set up um, my, my topic um, by sharing this. Last week, I talked about uh, my thoughts, my opinion on whether we as believers should boycott um, companies or whatever, okay? And I shared with you that you, you can't open your Bible and say, look, it says right here, you know, don't participate don't don't give your money to this business don't don't go to this place or whatever you can't find that but there are some principles that you can look at that help you make a decision on whether you know should i go to this you know grocery store should i go to this ballpark should i go to this department store should i go to this amusement park and give them my money knowing that what they do is they use it for evil purposes, okay? And basically, I shared my opinion that I didn't find anything in Scripture that would say that you should boycott some industry or whatever. I, I, did, I didn't, you know, I don't see anything in Scripture. What I did say was that you, you need to look at Scripture before you boycott. You need to pray. You need to look at your conscience and then make a decision. And your decision doesn't have to be my decision. My decision doesn't have to be your decision. And I appreciate the fact that this past week, I got a lot of really great comments and a lot of people, a lot of you didn't agree with me. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that you would have a different opinion about something like this than, than I would. And I would never tell you that my opinion's the only opinion. And if you don't do things my way, then there, there's something evil or crummy or rotten about you. And, and I had a, a great conversation yesterday with somebody who listens to the broadcast. No, no, it was... Uh, it wasn't yesterday. Yesterday was Tuesday. So it was Monday. So him and his son listened to the broadcast. He's somebody that likes to uh, boycott all kinds of things. Okay. And him and I are good friends, right? We're friends. <laughs> and he's always boycotting something. And now, you know, right now he is boycotting a particular um, coffee shop, Starbucks, because they take some of their money and give it away to crummy organizations, Planned Parenthood or whatever. And I applaud him for that. I think that's fantastic. And when him and I go get coffee, we don't go there because I know he doesn't want to give his money to that. Well, his son, who's 16, uh, they were talking about it. And he said, well, well, Dad, you know what's interesting is you, our refrigerator's full of Pepsi. 
and apparently Pepsi gives a lot of money to Planned Parenthood. And his son just asked his father, Dad, help me with the principal. You don't go to Starbucks because they give their money away or some of their money away to crummy organizations. Why is Pepsi okay? And him and I were talking about that and laughing and whatever. My point is, is that on a program like this, I'm just sharing my opinion. This isn't necessarily the opinion of the other pastors at the church that I serve at. This isn't necessarily the, 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 the opinions of maybe other pastors in our community. Certainly not, maybe not your opinion. I'm okay with that. Don't ever be afraid to hear other people's opinion. But when you write something back to me, make sure it's nice and it's kind and all those kinds of things. And by the way, I did learn some things. It was very, very helpful to see what, why some of you disagree with me. But that got me to thinking about, you know, how, how can we as Christians stand in the gap for the Lord on some evil issues? And I use that word stand in the gap for this reason. In Ezekiel 22, there was a, a lot of crummy things going on in the land. Uh, and it says this in verse 30, okay? It says, I look for someone. The Lord says, I, I look for someone who might rebuild the wall of righteousness that guards the land. I searched for someone to stand in the gap in the wall so I wouldn't have to destroy the land. And unfortunately, it ends by saying I found no one. But I've always liked that phrase, stand in the gap. God was looking for somebody who would stand in the gap. Uh, you see something similar in Psalms 106 in verse 23. And it says this, quote, so he said he would destroy them had not Moses, his chosen one, his chosen one, stood in the breach before him to keep his wrath from destroying them. In other words, Moses stood in the gap uh, for the people, and because Moses did that, God um, basically extended his mercy. And so I, I chose that phrase. How do we as Christians? Uh, as followers of Jesus, how do we stand in the gap when there are evil businesses all around us or, um, you know, our, our state house, you know, the capital coming out with evil stuff, uh, w whatever it might be. How do we do that as followers of Jesus, as followers of the scriptures? And so I thought I'd, I thought I'd give you a few thoughts. These are some things that, that I, I think are important, Okay. Um, and I'm going to pick one thing. I'm going to pick AB2223, okay? That's Assembly Bill 2223, all right? It was uh, authored by a gal by the name of Buffy Weeks. She's a Democrat out of uh, Oakland. And it's a, it's a bad bill, especially the way it was originally written. It's a bill that could allow a mother to kill her baby up to a month after it was born, okay? Infanticide, if you will, literally. It, 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 it's a bill that could um, allow a mother, and I don't know how you use that word mother and kill at the same time, but it would allow a mother to kill her baby up to a month after it was born, okay? It's AB22. 2-3, And as I said, it's a bad bill. It, I will go as far as to say it's an evil bill. It's a wicked bill. 
This is a, a, a bill that I believe will lead to more babies being killed in, uh, in the womb. And maybe outside the womb. Maybe. And so what do we do? What do we do as Christians? I, I've been asked this question a lot. Not just about AB 2223. But I get asked that about a lot of things. And so what I thought I'd do is, is kind of, kind of, you know, build off of last week, should we boycott something, uh, and kind of move into how do we as Christians stand in the gap. And I'm going to, I'm just going to give you seven things, okay? And they're, they're, they're pretty easy. These are ways that we can stand in the gap, specifically when it comes to, say, um, you know, assembly bills or Senate bills that are being written that are just really crummy, okay? And so AB 2223, here's the first thing you do. No, without a doubt, is you pray. You have to pray. And you have to pray often. You see, we as believers, according to James chapter 5, when we pray, man, powerful things happen. Incredible things happen. Miracles can happen. And so the first thing we do to stand in the gap against evil as believers uh, is is to pray and to spend time praying, praying alone, maybe getting with others and praying. And it's not a one-time thing, you know. Man, it, it, prayer is like a you know ten-round boxing match. Man, you got to keep going. You got to keep throwing punches. You got to you got to keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. But you got to get off your knees at some moment and do something. And and so after you pray. Uh, you know, and I don't know, I don't know if these are in the right order or not. I know the first one's the right one is, is you pray. But number two, I would say you contact your lawmakers, your, your state senator, your state um, assembly member. You, you contact them. You, you let them know that as one of their constituents, you think this is a bad bill, that they should not support this bill. And you can do that by phone calls. That's what I tend to do. I call. I never get through to the, you know, the senator or the assembly person, but I'll leave a message. Sometimes I do talk with one of the representatives and I simply say, you know, give them my name and, and my thoughts on, on whatever the bill is. And by the way, I called my state senator, my state, my assembly person and talked about AB 2223. Okay. You can send them an email. You can, uh, you can actually send them a letter. Just mail it and send it off. I think after you pray, we have to take some action. This is one of the ways we stand in the gap, and that is to actually contact the person who represents your, your district or whatever it, it might be. Okay, number three, and this might go along with number two to some degree, is you got to vote for a candidate that will support you know, biblical or righteous causes, if you will. Now, it's when it comes to AB 2223, it's a little late now. We're, we're not in the middle of, of an election. But elections have consequences. And if the wrong person gets elected, like this, you know, this guy or this gal, Buffy Wicks, and you get bills like this. And so politics, as much as we may not like them, are important. They do have an impact on our life. It's a little bit like insurance. I hate writing a check to my insurance company, you know, but man, I sure am glad I got insurance if I get in a wreck or something. And you may not like politics. You may hate politics. But let me just tell you something. 
Voting in the right person matters. And so obviously you pray, you contact your lawmakers, you, you do your best to vote in the right candidate. And number four is you got to get the word out to people around you about what's going on. There are some of you probably listening to this right now and you've never heard of AB 2223. And so guess what I'm doing right now? I'm getting the word out to the thousands and thousands of people that are going to watch this or listen to it. I'm getting the word out about it. Now, I, I'm not... My, the point of this broadcast isn't necessarily to give you all the nuances of this bill. I, I gave you the bullet point, and it's a bad bill, especially the way it's written. This is a bill that, in my opinion, could allow a mother to kill her baby up to a month after it's born. And so one of the ways you could get the word out is through your social media it, um, platforms. It could be Facebook. It could be, you know, Twitter, uh, whatever. It could be that, um, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. You, you, as you're talking with the people that you work with, you, you let them know about AB 2223. And so one of the ways you stand in the gap is to pray, obviously. You contact your, law, your lawmakers. You make sure you do your best to get the right person in office. But then you got to get the word out to people about how evil or crummy or wicked or whatever the word is you want to use um, uh, uh, about AB 2223, okay? And then number five, organize a rally or attend a rally to show your opposition to this bill. You know, you have some influence. It may be more than mine. It may be less than mine. But you have influence. And one of the things you could do if you sensed it was the Lord's will in your life, if this was the thing you were supposed to do, organize a rally. Get a bunch of people together and, and, and go to Sacramento or, or go down to the, our local you know, uh, seat of government and, and just you know, hold up signs saying, you know, I think AB 2223 is wrong. You know, it should be voted down or whatever. I guarantee you there have been some rallies that have taken place. In fact, I know of one that just happened not like yesterday or two days ago or three days ago, whatever it was, at our state capitol. And you could go to a rally like that and, and, and show your support in, in opposition to this bill. You could hold up a sign so that as the lawmakers or cars drive by, you know what? They're seeing that there's somebody that's against this bill. And guess what? You might be accomplishing, you know, number four, and that is you're getting the word out. Sometimes people will drive by a rally and go, I don't even know what AB 2223 is. Obviously, these people are passionate about it. And so you can accomplish a lot of things by going or, you know, uh, having a rally. Number six is the one I think most people miss. Most people fumble, and that is actually help someone, actually help a woman who decides to keep their baby. You see, one of the things we're good at is to say, you know, that's wrong, that's evil, that's wicked. You know, the Bible tells us that life begins when those, you know, two sets of 23 chromosomes get together. Life is happening. Life begins. And, man, we shouldn't murder. We shouldn't kill. And abortion's wrong. And doing all those things are, are good. Praying that abortion ends is good. Contacting your lawmakers good. But what about the woman who goes, okay, I, I heard all the opposition. I did my research. And you know what? I've decided that I'm not going to have an abortion. I'm going to keep the baby. 
Are you there to help them through that time? And one of the things that I love about most churches um, is the fact that, you know, I know a church in our town that, man, has got an incredible ministry that will help um, moms who need diapers and need baby formula or they need onesies or clothes or strollers or car seats or cribs or whatever they need. They, they, they stand with that gal who made a decision to not kill her baby and give it life. And so in what ways are you not only just praying, not only contacting your lawmakers or hoping to get or working hard to get the right, you know, person in office? Uh, how are you, you know, getting the word out, organizing rallies, going to rallies, but how are you actually helping someone? And I think that that is an important thing. And then last but not least, as I wrap this up, Christian, you got to do it with really a lot of love and a lot of kindness. And this is another area that I, I often see where Christians just really drop the ball. They get so passionate about something that they're just, they're just mean. They just say mean things on their social media pages. They, they, they come across in a way that's not gracious and humble and merciful and compassionate. You don't see any fruit, the fruit of the Spirit in their life. And the, I, I think the, the story that will help us all as it relates to number seven is, you know, here's Jesus, right? They're, they're, he's on the cross, right? Some, some Roman soldiers have put him on the cross. Some Roman soldiers have just hammered nails into his hands and nails into his feet. These Roman soldiers have put this crown of thorns on his head and they, they beat him to a, a pulp, right? I mean, we all know the picture. We just celebrated it a few days ago, right? Good Friday. And, and he's on the cross and Jesus looks down at the Romans who put him on the cross, the Romans who, who, who put the thorn of crowns on his head, the Romans who beat him and whipped him, the Romans who, soldiers who put those nails in his hands and his feet, and he, and he, and he looks down at him and he says in Luke 23, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Wow. Let that sink in for a minute. He looks at the very soldiers who had perpetrated an incredible evil on him. Man, they, they nailed him to a cross. They put this crown of thorns on his head. They've been mocking him and beating him and punching him and kicking him and spitting on him. And there he is. And he says, Father, forgive these men because they really don't know what they're doing. And one of the things we have to keep in mind when it comes to Say someone like, um, you know, uh, uh, Buffy Wicks, this Democrat out of Oakland, is she doesn't know Jesus, it's obvious. She had no Lord. And there, there, there needs to be this attitude of, you know what, she doesn't know what she's doing. The Bible says you're either for Jesus or you're against him. You're one of the two. And, and, when it comes to some of these issues, we just have to recognize that there are people who just don't know Jesus 
And so they're against him. Now, they don't even know they're against him. And so obviously they're going to come out with bills or they're going to create products or they're going to do things that are anti-Christian because they're not Christians. And one of the things I would hope all of us would do is after we pray and we contact our lawmakers and we get the word out and we organize or attend a rally and we actually help someone that we do all of this with this incredible attitude of love and caring. You can be passionate about something. You can be vocal about something. But do it with this attitude that we see here in Luke 23 where Jesus says, man, forgive these guys. They just they don't know what they're doing. Because we don't know what happened to those soldiers, right? They, some of them may have given their life to Christ. Some of them may have become Christians at some point down the way. He's literally loving these men who have done something crummy to him. So with all that said, I hope that this was a blessing to you. If you have something that you would add to this list of seven, write it out. Let me see what it is. I, I'm not saying this is a comprehensive list of all the things. Maybe there's something on here you disagree with. I'm okay with that too. So, so you, and by the way, I know one of the things that you're going to say. You should say, some of you should say, well, I think number eight ought to be we boycott the, the business or the whatever. Put it on there. I'd love to see what your response is. Hey, listen, don't forget, hit share, get the word out there, leave a rating, those of you that are listening on the podcast, and uh, a five-star rating though. And anyway, we'll see you next week, okay? Blessings.